0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome, welcome to another edition of All Ball Chicago. I'm your host, Marcus Liberty. My co-host is not here today, Robert Reed. He got some things he got to take care of, but I got my main man in the building.
0: He's what's a Peoria legend.
1: He's a Peoria legend, <laughs> right? Known for Peoria was known for a comedian. I call the GOAT. The GOAT. It's but <laughs> yes, yes. They also produced a lot of those hoopers on that hardwood. All right. So please welcome, welcome my main man, Jarrence Howard, to what's, the show, baby.
0: What's going on? Thanks for having me, Lynn. What's up? you know how I feel about you. Thanks. This is, this is an honor. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I don't miss a show, you know, ever since you guys been doing it in the COVID, it was something that, uh, that I was looking forward to every, every day and every week. And, um, uh, and, and, and it brought almost, you know, not only people from Chicago, but all over the state of Illinois together and the stories, you know, having all the guys on and, uh, the teams from Chicago King to Western house. I grew up watching those teams, you know, you know, um, uh, you know going downstate and so it, it, it's been a privilege and I, I really applaud you and salute to you and know, your brother doing all chicago, ball chicago. This, this 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 is dope
1: man that's what's up man and uh we did have david booth on uh early on in the show when we first got going and david booth was on our show man kicking it Legendary.
0: It. you can't talk peoria basketball without david booth that's you know right in his name
1: that's right so let's talk about some of those those legends man that came out of uh peoria man that that they just don't get a lot of credit you know to um because chicago is so big and then you go down downstate you know to peoria and then i remember going down there for one of your events actually man and 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 it's nothing but love you know you get a lot of love down in peoria so name some of the guys some of some of the players that just don't get they just do you know from the state of illinois
0: that's a great question i I think um, you have to start off with A.J. Guyton. Uh, you, you know, people going to say I'm biased because that's one of my best friends. You know, I grew up, he kind of raised me. But, you know, what he did at, you know, wasn't really highly recruited. You know, people, uh, Missouri Valley, you know, the Big Ten came in late. I remember Tom Izzo, that was the first time meeting Izzo. He came to a high school. I was a freshman when A.J. was a senior. And, uh, you know, he always could shoot, but just was just skilled and, uh, you know, played with Larry Butler uh, for the Illinois Warriors. And so he got... Uh, played with Mike Robinson, Steve Dixon, and Melvin Eli, and those guys, and you know, got on the national scene. I remember the big time uh, AAU tournament in Vegas. He got MVP mm-hmm. that there. So he's recruited, kind of picked up a senior, but Bob Knight came in, and uh, we had. Uh, you, I remember, you know you remember Chris Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he played with my brother on uh, that state championship. Well, they lost to the state in triple overtime to East St. Louis. I was the ball boy on that team. Wow. Yeah, Tyrone <laughs> Howard, Mike Hughes. Mike Curtsy, uh, Chris Reynolds, um, uh, I mean, that was, that's the team I grew up on. It was my hero. So, um, you know, uh, so we, we had guys uh, to go to Division I. But Chris Reynolds, you know, went to Indiana. So my high school coach, Chuck Bisher, who's a Hall of Famer, um, had a relationship with Bobby Knight. And, you know, they, I remember Coach Knight coming in and uh, Erickson Beck, another guard, picked A.J. up 94 feet. Whoa. And, and that was like regular, you know, like it, 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 and, and when Coach, you know, Knight saw that where here's a kid that could, you know, supposed to be a shooter that could bring the ball up against because Erickson was, you know, considered one of the best defenders, on the ball defenders in the state. So um, he came in and did his thing and went to Indiana, was an All-American freshman of the year, you know, left early. And, uh, you know, he, I, I think with him not, you know, having a successful, you know, career as far as the NBA wise, he don't get his just, but, from, you know, where we from growing up to see him play. Uh, and then you talk about Sean Livingston, mm-hmm. you, you look at his story. It, you know, I tell people all the time, it needs to be a movie. I mean, it needs to be a movie about him from, you know, coming out of high school, going straight to the NBA. And, you know, the um, everybody knows about the injury. And then coming back and bouncing all over there to be an NBA champion. not once, but twice, but three times. And, um, you know, he got a beautiful family, two little girls and, uh, I mean, he, he, he's been a, such a, a role model for our whole city, you know, whether you're old or young. And, uh, and then you talked about, you know, David Booth and mm-hmm. Howard Nathan, um, those guys from Peoria Manuel. Uh, David was a guy who played against my brother. I grew up watching him. He was uh, a, a guy that could do something at all. He was just, you know, he could put it on the floor, good mid-range, but uh, had a great career at DePaul. And he's doing big things uh, in the NBA now, you know, at the executive level. Uh, and he, he's going to just work his way up. I, I wouldn't be surprised. that uh, he, he won't be a GM here soon uh, and running his own, own organization Then and, and then you got to, um, I wouldn't say he doesn't get his just, but the the late, great Howard Nathan. Um, when you Ooh. talk about Peoria basketball, uh, you, you talk about Howard Nathan. Uh, uh, he, he was, uh, live. he was like uh, how people were, looked up to you, looked up to Ronnie Fields and D. And Rose. He was like, He was like, you know, our Michael Jordan.
1: He was that. You could touch him
0: and feel him. He was in the community. He played at every park. And uh, we had this deal called the Gus Macker, downtown Peoria, 303 tournament. Him, David Booth, and Clint Ford, and then they bring somebody, you know, Rashad Griffin, you know, they bring, you know, somebody for a fourth. But it didn't matter. They won every year, and he would just put on a show in front of the whole Peoria where we would play downtown and live. I'm talking about, you you know, the scenery of the Rutgers Park where people – you know, on top of the buildings watching, uh-huh. we had a parking deck, downtown Peoria, four levels. And every time Howard and David played, you know, the downtown, the whole Peoria, the whole city came out. And those those are the things that Howard Nathan and David Booth brought to our community and brought to our city. But I, I think, you know, Peoria itself, nationwide, people know at the end of the day that it's Richard Pryor and Peoria basketball. That's right. <laughs> You can't get no better than that, man.
1: Exactly.
0: Hey, Richard Pryor, baby, and uh, the and goat. I, go ahead. No, I said the goat because you said. And,
1: and, and, and I remember, man, my first you know taste of uh, P.R.E. man was playing against P.R.E. Mania with David Booth and Jameer. Uh, those guys, Stuckey, you know, was on. the Stuckey, one
0: one of the best shooters. when he he led the country and score. <laughs> so, I mean, his, his 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 jump shot. Him and Jamar Smith and AJ Guyton are the three best shooters to me. But really? Curtis Stuckey was a pretty, he was a pretty boy. Uh, I mean, his shoes. I think he stuck may have wore new shoes every time he played. Really? but he went to Bradley and turned it out. I mean, it was he he led uh, the the country and sworn after and did it with Shaq.
1: Wow! But, I mean, his
0: jump shot was like a layup. Yeah, so I remember that, man, and that's our
1: first, that was my first taste, and we we, we snuck it out, man, and won that game, but they All gave us right. run for our money. That's why I like to give you know, not just Chicago a lot of publicity, but Peoria, it's a a other, other states, you know, I mean not other states, but other towns Go in the state of Illinois that produces a lot of great athletes, man, and they just don't get their just due. So, but when you was mentioning about you as a shorty and you was that ball boy, now right. I see where you get your your drive for? It. Because if you're a ball boy, man, you are watching everything that's going on. in the on.
0: trenches, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You in those huddles and, and yeah, with my brother playing on the team, you know, uh, you know, Russ is so uh, Tyron Howard. He was lived. This is why I fell in love with you. And if you know, and if you go ask anybody about Peoria basketball, my brother was the first big point guard. Uh-huh. He was six six doing dimes, and you know, Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston' favorite players is Frank Williams. Who's after Nate to me, I mean, I'm I'm biased to me the best player I ever played with. Frank, and we'll talk about Frank. And he you did. know about it because you you seen him, but, but Sean mimicked his game after Frank and my brother. But wow. my brother loved y'all, y'all loved you because you was a big point guard. Right. And when I first thought about you it was through my brother, and I fell in love with Illinois basketball because of, because of you and, and, and Bardo and Gill and that y'all team, because wow. my big brother was was like He he didn't miss anything. You know, being a shorty, I was right there with him. So that's why when I got the job, Illinois, I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I haven't been on the road. But when I called you and I called Bartle and I called Kendall and y'all said, young fella, whatever you need is love, I was good. And every time I called y'all, and I probably never even told you this because it was just off the strength and and it was just understood. But, like, when you came to Peoria, you yeah, like, man, when I need to be there. And, and it was love. And I, and every time I, I needed you or I called you guys, y'all showed me love. And that, that meant a lot to me. I'm forever grateful for that because for you guys to grow up on you. The, to the, the reason why I wanted to go to Illinois then, to have a relationship with you guys and for you guys to treat me how you guys embrace me, I, I'll never forget that. And that's what yeah. it's all about. I'll be telling people about, you know, Illinois basketball. You know, we don't get, a you know, it, you know, get together like we need to, but right. at the end of the day, we like this when it comes, yep. when it comes to it. And no y'all doubt. started that.
1: Y'all started that. Wow, <laughs> oh, man. Now, but, but I, what I was going to go to was you see the floor, you see what's going on. So you watch in different positions and you probably was saying, you know what, I'm going to be a point guard. So I need to start watching point guards and seeing what they doing, how they orchestrating things, how they putting guys in their place. Right. So when you get the opportunity, you started, I'm pretty sure. Did you start four years at high school at your team?
0: Yep, yep, yep. And started. I started playing with AJ Guy my, as a freshman, he was a senior. Yep. So you knew
1: to get the ball to him because he's a shooter, he's a scorer, he can put well, that exactly.
0: Yeah, I'm in the game because to get yeah. him the ball. <laughs>
1: yeah, so you was that point guard. So then when you get to, you know, that opportunity to go play at the University of Illinois. I know you like you you mentioned already you was excited about the program before you even got there. Most so really, it's
0: my dream school. Right. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: so you get, the, you get an opportunity to play. Now, who was the coach then? Was that, uh, so I got,
0: re- I got recruited by Alon Kruger. Kruger. So a oh. lot of people don't know this. I, I, I played for all three coaches. I was recruited by Lon Kruger. I, I came in, I ran shirt and he left to take the Atlanta Hawks job. Now here come coach self. I played for coach self. We win the big Ten three years in a row, go to the elite elite. We lost to go to the final four to Arizona, uh, in San Antonio. Uh, Coach gets the job at Kansas. My last year, I was about to leave, and Coach McClain was the reason why I got the job at Illinois, the reason why I graduated from Illinois, the reason why I am where I'm at because he had a lot to do with my success because he stood on different things where he made you responsible and and you had to be on time and he held you accountable. uh, And and, and that's what drove me to coach uh, when I played for him. But. You know, coach self leaves and go to Kansas Then coach Weber come in my last year so I had two senior nights and I played for three coaches wow. and uh and I would do this I wouldn't I wouldn't want to change any 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 of my story because I had a ball I love love universal law because I found my passion in, uh through adversity because you know I could have came home and transferred to Bradley and mm-hmm. but I love the school I love my teammates I was like this bigger than me and, and and I found my passion uh, and coaching because, you know, I was like everybody else live. I want to go to the league and it, at the worst. I'm going overseas. Right. Uh, but, you know, going through that and finding out that, you know, by my junior year that I wanted to coach, you know, I, I started right away in and, 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 and this the game of basketball and the different programs and the different people I've been with. I've been blessed uh, to, to be around some, 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 in some great atmospheres and some great people.
1: Yeah, no doubt, man. And I, I remember uh, watching you guys play back then too, because I, I'm a big Illinois fan, you know. Right, not, right, right. I play there, man. But every time they used to come on television, if I was overseas, if I was uh, doing something, or was I was playing in the stage, I'm watching. I'm glued. So I remember. And my, you
0: came back, Liv. <clears throat> you always came back. If we had a function or coaching them wanted you to come down and speak, or just, you, or you just want to come watch us play and get out and practice. That that used to mean so much to me when you guys used to walk in the building and walk in the gym. It was like. There go them boys. You know what I mean? Like we used to want to rock the orange jerseys because of y'all. Right. Like, right. <laughs> we used to. I mean, we used to want to do everything y'all did, and and so when I get the job at Illinois, it was so easy to me. It was like a layup for me to sell. Right. Like I'm going to these homes because I'm speaking of what I'm feeling, what I believe in, and they could feel it. And so I thought it was it was a, it was a it was a home run for me to start off my career at the University of Illinois because I was so passionate. Uh, about the program and what you guys built, and what we what we kept going.
1: Yeah, and and that was and, and my thing, man. It, it slipped, it dipped a little bit, you know, right. the program. But I was still supportive of it, you know. I still At all wanted, times. Not so soon, yeah. I still <laughs> wanted to get them top them top dogs out of Chicago, man, right. and I, you know. And that's another whole another subject we can talk about another day. But I just, <laughs> I just wish that you know sometimes that. You know, you have guys that want to wants to like yourself. You know, who from the state wanted to be involved, wanted to get on that bench and, and recruit guys. And then you got guys in the, in Chicago who want to do the same thing. You know, you got keep getting person who wanted to you know who wants to get into coaching. Myself, who wants to get into coaching. Dion. Thomas, who's doing his thing now with the university, but I'm pretty sure he D Brown's getting into coaching. So,
0: definitely, yeah, UIC, uh, yeah, so
1: yeah. All those guys, you know, that I mentioned, and Kenny Battle. I know Kenny Battle wanted to get into coaching as well. So I think he's coaching somewhere now anyway. Uh a juco somewhere, Kenny Battle. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, he just called me. Yeah, I just talked oh, to KB. Yeah. Okay, so but but Jarens, when you
1: when you started getting into this game, man, we know it's a grimy game. You know, people mm-hmm. start talking and people start saying this and about certain programs and all that, but you are at Kansas, man. That's like blue blood. <laughs> blue blood, baby. You know, <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'll tell the listeners a story, man, when I was working with this sports okay. agent. You was there. And I remember coming to the uh to the it, the first time I was there, it was uh, during y'all m- midnight. Uh, a late night. Yeah, the late night late thing. Night. I was like, man, if I was a top five, top ten recruit, and I came I to see the
0: <laughs> fans, man,
1: yeah. the dogs, Man, it's, it's loud in there, man. Right, and they, right, y'all right, do, right. the players doing all these dunks and playing. And, and Bill just do up. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm like I would have signed on a dotted line. I wouldn't even. I'm like I'm signing. That's why we always have our. We be having about fifty recruits there. Yeah, so, so that atmosphere
1: down there. A lot of people don't don't know unless you actually go to those games,
0: man. Yeah. It's, I it's, tell it's, people all the time, Lib. You can't explain it. You got to come feel it. Man, I mean, we think about sixteen thousand three hundred uh, uh, fans sold out since for the last twenty five years. So when our guys step out. For, if they're there for four years, they don't play less than a sellout. Every game on TV. It, I mean, I, that's why it's my hashtag. It's just different. It is. I, I can't even tell you. You got to come. You got to come feel it. I mean, it this is where the game of basketball was invented, and, and the fans are unbelievable. I mean, they they treat you like family. Uh it, It's more than just basketball. Like our fans don't really like what it does, Lib. They want to see because our senior night is so important. It's such a big tradition here. They get mad sometimes. You know, they want to see you grow up. It, 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 it from you know from a freshman to a senior see your progress so uh it, it's it's a it's a great town it's a great community um i get the we get the best of both worlds kansas city only 30 minutes away 40 right. minutes so right. every entertainment you know we just we just saw a cedric entertainer uh there uh every con- and anita baker so wow. you, you got your college town your basketball school and then you, when you want to get away with the family and uh, and, 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 and and get away and just enjoy yourself you can go to kansas city so it, it's it, it's a great setup here and you, I'm you very are blessed you
1: are, and you are actually you know under you know a great coach man uh coach, oh, um he shows me love every time i see him man uh he, you know, he gives me a big hug we talk and it's we, genuine you it's know, real yeah, man, <laughs> right. you feel that and i'm pretty yeah. sure that's why a lot of the kids that he recruits you know, love him and want to go there and play for yeah. him because of that genuine that you just talked about and that sincere and he really cares. He'll go to the hood and actually meet people in the hood. Be comfortable. He'd yeah. Be
0: comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Be comfortable,
1: yeah. yeah. I know he did that with Sharon Collins. You know, he went.
0: Well, Sharon lives here in Lawrence because of Coach. He, you know, I'm, yeah,
1: I'm, you know, he, he tried to get him on, man. Yeah. So I'm, I, Hey, I'm
0: a, I got you, Libby. Even if yeah. I got to bring him to the house, I got you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I felt when I was, uh, when A.J. Guy was with the Bulls, I, this one, when, um, when Jordan was still hooping out hoops and Sharron was a shorty. He was uh-huh. the only high schooler up there and Mike used to let him get it in. And that, that's when I first heard about Sharron and I was like, man, this is a bad boy. I mean, he should come in one side braided, one side pro and get busy. <laughs> and get busy. <laughs> and, but, but Chicago basketball, see, people, people don't know about this. My dad... Is from Chicago it's from the West Side. He grew up, he went to Crane High School. What? Yeah, yeah. Larry Snake Howard, six seven, wow. played for the Gold Trotters, moved to Peoria. So I got roots from Chicago. I know I don't never claim it because I'm so proud of my city. I was born and raised, but Chicago basketball has been so good to me. And, and I'm a part of it. You know, I play AAU basketball with Larry Butler with the Illinois mm. Warriors. Like I just FaceTime with Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. They about to get D-Will on their show. And I facetime with them for, you know, for 20 minutes. When I used to come to Chicago, I used to stay with Q. And me and D-Miles used to stay with Q for the weekends. Wow. So I I was about to – if people don't know this, I I, I was about to transfer to Whitney Young. It was going to be – like Dennis Gates, Cordell Henry. them was all my my teammates. And we were like this. I mean, we spent summers together. Like, I mean, from – Thursday night to Monday morning, I was with these guys. Wow. And I was like, man, but my mama was not going. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you know, no, she no, She wasn't no. going. But, <laughs> and you know, my, and my AAU coach, Larry Butler, if anybody knew him, you know what taps, you know, they call me taps because I could dribble. Okay. You know what taps, it wouldn't be a bad situation. Come <laughs> to the city. You do you. You and Cordell in the backcourt. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was, I was thinking about it was. And, D- and then um, D-Miles, D-Miles' mom wouldn't let him do it. We was uh, all trying to, I'll never forget, we was all trying to go to Whitney Young. Man, that would have been crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> man, that would have been
1: so crazy. But, man, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that, man. that Chicago basketball. What, you know, when you guys, because, you know, when you coaching and you, was, you know, doing your recruiting and you getting, like, point guards out of the city, you know. Right. And, and talk about some of the guards that, you saw you know, in Chicago when you were doing your recruiting, whether that was at Illinois, whether that was at Kansas, Texas AM, and m wherever you, know, you were at, talk a little bit about that.
0: Well, no matter where I'm at, I mean, if it's D2 JUCO, if I'm blessed to be assistant coach, I mean, head coach one day, I will always recruit the city of Chicago. Uh, I, I say like this, Peoria is the, is the mecca of small town hoops and Chicago is the mecca of basketball. It's something that you can't teach. It's, it's that grit, it's yeah. that toughness, it's that that will to compete and not want to lose and to show. Like what I like about it, when I first got to Illinois to answer your question, the first one, big time kid I wanted to, uh I had to commit was Jabari Parker. Okay, and I may spill some beans. I may open up a little can of worms, but deep down inside, Jabari Parker wanted to go to the University of Illinois. Wow, people wow. don't know that Sonny, his mom, they. He was so in love with the state school. He wanted to represent his state. It didn't have nothing to do with me, it had nothing to do with Coach Weber. It had something to do with the University of Illinois. And I think kids grew up, you know, uh, and that's why I appreciate you guys and 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 D. Will and D. Brown, those final four teams, because those guys grew up on those teams, just like I grew up watching you guys, Jabari Parker, Jeremy Richmond, Brandon, Brandon Paul, D. J. Richardson. They knew D. Brown and, and Darren Williams, so. That's why I said it was a layup for me, I felt, at times, because I had something to sell. Right. Like, like and, 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 and Jimmy Collins, he's I, – I, like, that was, like, my hero because uh, they used to tell me all the stories. Like, you couldn't come in the city mm-hmm. until Coach Collins got done. That's right. Like, like, it, it, like that, was, that was so cool to me. And and I used to – I would say I want to be the baby Jimmy Collins because he had Chicago sold up. You know, I used to hear Tracy Dildy and all those guys talk about – you know, the different things and the relationships he had, like the, the all, you know, especially with your coach. Like yeah. they was like that. That was like, and that's I thought that was so cool where they was looking out for each other. And they took care of each other. And, yeah. and that's how it's supposed to be. Like mm-hmm. I think it was a sense of loyalty, a sense of a of, of, of pride where Coach Cox knew it got me, you know, bless his soul. You know, I know we just lost him. And one thing I got to tell you a story about him too. Go right. um, because he came to Peoria with the Twin Towers. River City shootout, he played against Peoria Central. I'm what? still the ball boy. Tommy Hamilton, they beat us. And wow. it was so cool because he coached. He had a presence. Like, when he, as soon as he walked out of the court, I'm a ball boy. I'm a half court. And then when I seen him, I stopped. And, 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 and Coach, he, I mean, he, he was so smooth. I mean, it, Taylor Mays suit. He smelled good. I'm like, man, that's Coach Cox. You know, so... Uh, I remember him that, you know, when, when you don't have to say nothing and you walk into arena, that's – that's and, and he had two seven-footers with you. <laughs> but he was powerful. But the way he coached and his style, and i never forget after they won, Tommy Hamilton walked off the floor and gave the crowd two middle figures. What? Coach <laughs> so Cox was like, get over here. And then right when he, uh, he got in the locker room, he gave a little high five. <laughs> it, was, it was so, I remember all this. I'm like nine, 10 years old. So, but uh, it, 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 it was, Coach Cox was, a, uh, and then I used to see him always at the public league, uh, at the public league, at the final four, at Chicago State, uh-huh. He'd be at, at the scoreboard, sitting at yeah. half court. And, and the first thing I do, I don't go speak to nobody. I go right to half court and go show my respects and say, what's up? And and so when I, I heard it, heard we lost him, that, that, that hit home for me. And I know how y'all felt about it.
1: Man, no doubt, and and the same thing with uh, Mr. McClain, Sergio. Oh day. man, oh I, man. I felt the same way because I built some relationships with him, you know, throughout the past, man. And when I, every time I go to Illinois, he man, Marcus,
0: what's up, man? You know, showed you love, made you comfortable, you know, yeah. And yeah. Him being buddies
1: since day one, you know, like since we were like shorty, since I was a shorty, you know. But,
0: McClain is the reason why I went to Illinois before I committed the day before, and it's like Marion Central is like one of the biggest rivals in the state. Like when I when I didn't go to manual, because I live in the manual district, but yeah, that's a okay. long story too. About that, <laughs> why, you, why you jump ship. Yeah, right, right. So it was a little personal, but coach claim, once I made my commitments, you know, to decide to go to play for central, he knew because my brother went there, I was the ball boy for 10 years. He he knew right. he he understood it, but he still showed me love. He still Like, I felt like I played for him at times. Don't get me wrong, I had a great high school coach, and Coach Bisher and Dan Ruffin, there was, I mean, they they took care of me. But Coach McClain, he didn't show no, you know, like, oh, forget him, he didn't come to Manuel. He embraced me even more. And I remember having to talk at Manuel, he said, man, Surge and Griffin Frank gonna be there. I want you to be a part of that. And it was the best decision, forget basketball for my life, to go to the University of Illinois. And when I got there, he, 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 like, like I don't graduate. Like, those 6 a.m. runs, because you miss class, you're not missing, you're not missing the rest of the week. Right. Because he would literally get up, put it, he would sit his chair in the middle of the uh, uh, half court and live. Sometimes he'd fall asleep. Because <laughs> me, Lou, and A. Miles used to always be the ones rolling, running. And he'd just say, go. And then you just have to just keep running. And well, then when right. you say go again, you had to slide across half court. And he'd be there, so he felt tired. But it was called the Breakfast Club. But to this day, if I'm when I'm a head coach, I'm gonna do that because it started the discipline and structure in me. It, you know, held me accountable. And Coach McClain did so much things, so many things for people like that. That that you, I'm a better man and a better husband and a better father because of the stuff that he taught me. And they had nothing to do with basketball. So uh, the stuff he has in me, that's why I know he. His spirit, everything he, he do is going to live through a lot of us. Everybody who played for him. And let's talk a little bit about that, though, Jaren's about how, I mean, high
1: school coaches, uh, AAU coaches. Let's talk a little bit about that because I know I got some input. I want to, you know, say that I don't think they discipline the kids like our Coach Cox and, and McLean. you know, Sergio's the there. The parents, though. You know, and it's the parents, you say. You know?
0: And half of it – it's a it's a big turnoff i don't care how good you are if, if i see a, a kid and let's say leBron james but how you treat your parents is on how you're gonna treat your coach so mm-hmm. if you're disrespectful to your mom and daddy i have no chance because these people raised you right and that's my biggest thing i don't care like be coachable like that's how we we pride ourselves in development that's why we get three-star players and they become pros you right. know we, we get our one and does but we we pride ourselves because kids come here and they want to get better. Like if you don't want to get better, why go, go pro? Don't right. so that's my biggest pet peeve. And I think it starts a lot of it with the high school coaches. A lot of these high school coaches scared to coach their best players. That's what make my boss really good. He don't care if you a McDonald's. He don't care if you a two star. You're going to get coached and coach hard, but coach the right way. So if I'm the best player on the team. And Coach Self is on me about going hard and going off for of loose balls. And I'm the player that's not so good, supposedly. he It, it falls in line. So I think if, if anything, advice I can give any coaches, don't be, don't be scared of coach your best players. As a matter of fact, you need to coach them even harder. That's right. set your tone.
1: Yeah. And I agree with you a lot, man. And, and, and I, I say this a lot, Jeremiah, and you can tell me if you agree. It's levels to it, you know, like what you did and what you accomplished in high school is over once you get to college. It's over. Nobody a whole,
0: care about that. <laughs> it's over. You gotta you gotta restart. You gotta, re- you gotta
1: rep- reprove yourself. Man. And I think a lot of kids take that number one in the country, McDonald American, to college. Thinking they're gonna dominate to do the same thing. And then they see, man, these guys are stronger, faster. These are three year players, four year players, seniors that I'm playing with, much stronger, faster, and a little bit more smarter than me. You know, I
0: understand the game. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I think if people don't understand that when they get to that level, like, well, man, I was a McDonald's American. I did this, this, and that. But man, you were at Kansas now, man, you were at Kentucky. You were at you, you know, you're
0: at these powerhouse schools now. So nobody you to- cares. And sometimes <laughs> People go at, go go at you even harder if you're a McDonald's. That's right. That's they can right. Prove some. Prove something.
1: That's right. So so you were at Kansas, man, and and I see it. You know, I know you're gonna be a head coach one day, and I know you That's have it. learned so much. You know, from being under different coaches, man, that your t- your your time is coming. You know, and I and I and I think you, you're gonna wait to that right that right fit and, and and get the right school. You know. You know, maybe it's Illinois in a couple of years. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I, we would we would definitely love to see you, man, as a head coach. You know, somewhere one day. You know, and I know that's, that's, that's my
0: you. ultimate. That's my ultimate goal. And uh, hey, I mean,
1: you're not in the game just to be assistant coach because no, 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 I. No, no. <laughs> it's like David Booth. Me and David Booth talks. You know, a lot, right. and he's like Marcus. I'm not just trying to be a scout. You know, right. I want to be the GM. I want to be, and now look what he's, he's at. And you, you started
0: know? off as a scout, and that's why I say he continued to do this. <laughs> yeah, but that's I've, been, right. I, I've just, been blessed. I've been blessed to be around some great people, and I've been spoiled. It's, it's hard to leave Kansas, and, um, and and I'm not even talking financially, uh, but I'm just talking about from a culture standpoint. From a uh, you know, Coach Self lets, he lets me scout. You know, in this game, you can really get labeled as a recruiter. Hmm. Especially being a young uh, African American, uh, a guy that just go get players. But uh coach self uh, has always always installed um in me of teaching and, and, and being able to um to, to draw up a play with seven seconds left or and be able to know what we're doing, how we execute on defense, or we're gonna hedge and go over on ball screens, or we're gonna trap coming out of come uh, on ball screens, coming out of timeouts and uh preparing for scout reports. Our scout reports are and You know how it is. It's so, it's so detailed. Where, uh, as a coach, we're watching five games prior to we to to when we play them. We're putting together a package of personnel and strength and weaknesses. Every every play, every side out, every out of bounds plays. I go to bed thinking about what what uh, Texas Tech is going to run, and I wake up thinking about it. I mean, so it, it, it's more than just we on the phone or on the road trying to get players. It, it's and then when you get these guys, you got to develop them. And you can't be on the road too much because you got to have a personal relationship yep. uh, with these kids because if you don't have a personal relationship with them, you can't get to them. They're not going to play hard for you. They're not going to trust you uh, because every kid wants to get help, but they got to believe you and trust you. So, and then you got a family. Yep. <laughs> I got two babies who, you know, when I come home, they, they don't want to hear nothing about uh, no scouting report or, or who had a bad practice or, <laughs> or, or where are you going in the morning to catch a flight? Um, uh, so, uh, it like little things, like I never walk in the house on the phone. I learned this from a coach. He said, I sometimes be in the parking lot and, or spinning around a block because you give me, you know, I used to be able to come on the phone and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm on the phone with this, you know, this is the number right. one in the country and my kids know, oh, my father, dad. So, and, and it's not fair for them. So little stuff like that, um, you know, as you get older and mature, you, you uh, it's valuable. You want to take, you know, um. Uh, uh, take advantage of those little moments like that as a coach. So you, it, it's more than just recruiting. you got to balance it out. But all it is is doing for me is preparing me uh, to be a CEO, uh, to run yeah. my whole, own organization one day. I can't wait. Man. I can't wait, man. Just listening to you, man. I can't wait. <laughs>
1: just listening to you, man, you sound like John Thompson. You know, I, I, remember, I remember John Thompson coming and recruiting me, man, and um, he wasn't even talking about my basketball. You know, he was talking about me as a person, how he can help me become a better uh-huh. man. You know, and, wow. and me, me being who I was at that time. He came to Chicago. Yeah, he came to Chicago. I wasn't trying to hear that. I'm like, right. I said, "How like, could I
0: get to the league?"
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm like, "Dude, you coming to recruit me for basketball?" Right,
0: right, right, right. But I posted that on
1: my, you know, time I saw week, that. Yeah. You know, that that he was more than just a basketball coach. He was a father figure literally for a lot of those basketball players that played for him, man. And I, I think that's just as important as you playing basketball and making it to the NBA. And um, I see that a lot. I see that in you, man. And I think that's I think what's going to make you. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about this, Jansen. I know you got to go because you got oh, you're uh, good. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. I'm...
1: But Let's talk about, you know, uh, you see the guys in the NBA, they boycotted for that one day or what have you. Sure. I think they need to boycott something just, you know, for the cause of what they all about, you know. Like for instance, I said something about black coaches, you know, getting that mm-hmm. opportunity. So if you want to boycott something, you should boycott that. Like, man, we need more college mm-hmm. black coaches. We need more uh female coaches. We need more uh black coaches in the NBA. We need more executives, you know, right, in the right, NBA. Right. You know, those type of things if you're gonna boycott, I would think that's that would be something you can stand for, you know, stand on. And um I just want to know why we don't have a lot of uh, African-American coaches, you know, uh, whether that's an NBA or college, you know, it, we know we say, they say, and I said, I said this before, and I don't know if you, you, I think you were at Kansas then. Yeah, you were at Kansas. And I, I talked to Danny Manning right. and Danny Manning was like, well, I'm working for my, I'm working towards my degree. Bill mm-hmm. Self basically said, I'm going to help you out. I'm going right. to give you these two or three years, whatever, to, to finish and get your degree. Mm-hmm. If you don't do it in that time, then I can't do nothing. But Danny did his thing, got it. They created a job, you know, they called him ambassador whatever it was, or right. right. basketball, until he got it going. But things like that helped him, and mm-hmm. then he became a head coach. Most definitely. You know? And that's what I'm talking about when I mention Coach Self, what he's all about, what he stands. He's actually trying to help, you know, players become – you know, coaches or coaches become, you know, head coaches. You know, and, and I don't, I just don't see that no more. You know, and, and, and that's what,
0: why I, I've been spoiled. And I, I can't speak on a lot of coaches because I've been blessed. Like I said, you know, I worked for Larry, the, the Hall of Famer Larry Brown at SMU for a year, uh, and you know, the stuff I learned from him is, is, is legendary. But where, what, what, what I would say was that I think it's a problem is that we, we don't get an opportunity to even. Uh, interview sometimes. Now, so, you know, like, I think with everything going on with uh, w- 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 what's going on in the world, I think uh, universities, I think organizations and companies are going to say, hey, you know what, there, there's been a problem. You know, let's at least, you know, and we never said we wanted to give somebody, give us a job. No, just give us a chance to present ourselves and to, to show our passion and show our plan and know that we're just more than the recruiters. And uh, I think what's going on. Uh, hopefully, could change some things, but at times it can be frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but on the flip side, uh, I've always been the one that just uh, don't complain, just keep working, and you know uh, what well, God got for you, can't nobody stop that. At the end of the I'll day, I'll give you, know, you a perfect <laughs> example,
1: man. You know, I'll give you, Jared, J- 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 I'll give you a perfect example. This probably was about maybe six years ago, man. Mm-hmm. Got online, hoop dirt. I think it was hoop dirt. One of those. Right. Uh, I saw a coaching position. Boo, 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 submit your resume. Doo, 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 doo. I did that.
0: And you know, now I all over with.
1: Man, didn't even get a response. You, you know, and so it kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth. Right. Because I'm like, man, but if such and such does that, you know, who maybe book guy, video guy, I can yeah. break down, I can I'm an analytical dude. He gets the job before someone. Who knows the game really, you know? But need that opportunity. Them people always say this, Jarens, and I don't. I don't understand it, man. Just keep, just keep trying, man. You, you, you get that shot. But if you're not giving me that shot, how am I gonna get that shot?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's a good point. <laughs> so yeah. oh so
1: I, I always say that to say, but man, I'm I'm happy, you know, what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm involved with kids. And you know, I told I told my listeners one time, you know.
0: What, when we come down that way, I gotta let you I gotta let you touch JJ for a couple of days.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt, no doubt. And I say it's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen, you know. Whatever it whatever my path, which way I gotta go, then that's the way I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna follow uh and, and wait to that wait till that opportunity come and presents itself so but man Peoria legend Jaren's howard is in the building with us guys if you got any questions you know please feel free to write them on the timeline while I'm, while I'm on it and I wanna I want uh what Jarren oh I see I see a couple hold on let me see let me see Illinois back in the AP top like, got, uh yeah, let's talk a little bit about that, Jaren. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, they said, Jaren, Jaren do you still breed orange and blue, or have you been gone long enough to where you don't?
0: Well, I I, I did watch, uh, I did watch it when I, it was hard, right when I left. But I got a great relationship with uh with Ronald Chin Coleman with Chin down there, and uh, I think Underwood and you know the AD was in school when I was down there. Oh. You no know, so I mean it's, 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 it's really it's been really really cool to watch them. Um, you know they, they redid this you know I still call it the semi Hall the State Farm <laughs> <laughs> building <laughs> you know, they're they you know, about to get a new practice facility but you know that's my school you know I went there I'm proud of and you know I'm proud of you know them you know I, 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 I was disappointed too just think about that in our, both of our situations. We was number one in the country, won 17 games in a row. Mm-hmm. Won every game on the road in the Big 12, which has never been done before. We're going into the Big 12 tournament, and we feeling good because, live, we had the best big men in the country, one of the best, the Bon who was from Chicago originally. Yep. Best point guard, and we had Marcus Garrett, who was the National Defense Player of the Year, and we didn't. Have, and then we had Isaiah Moss, who was from Chicago Simeon, who was just starting to figure it out. We wow. had a sharp shooter, so we. And then, but we didn't have to make shots to to win. So right. we like man. We won 17 in a row. We, 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 as a coach and as a staff, we was like we got a chance to win it all, and we don't even get to play. They, Illinois, they have the, the season they have, getting yeah. back in the tournament for the first time, and they only get to go. So this COVID has affected a lot of things and put things in perspective, and it's bigger than basketball. We start talking about the number of people that we lost. I know I've had some, some, some close family and friends uh, yeah. that, that that we lost to to, to COVID. So. Uh, it's just been an unfortunate situation. That's why I think uh, it's, it's, it's so uh, it's going to be so refreshing. It's been refreshing to get back in the gym with the guys and work out some practice and to be able to compete and, and, and bubble up whatever we're going to do, win just to know that we're going to play. It, it, it's, it's really exciting as a coach. Now, Jairus, how many uh, Big
1: 12 titles have you won? I know Coach Self. How many Coach Self got on his belt?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Coach Self has won the last 14 out of 16, and since I've been here, we lost, I've been here uh, eight years, seven out of eight. We won 14 wow. straight uh, when wow. we, we broke the record, uh, UCLA record with John Wooden, and that's something that, that I'm very proud of because you know in the Big 12, everybody wants to you know knock us down, and you know uh, we get everybody best shot, but it prepares our kids for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I so, agree. So
1: what
0: what I like about can't our guys like okay. You know when they put that jersey on, that you know, bring it on because you got to bring it because it's every time you go on the road, it's everybody sell out. You know, i will be telling you know, i will be right in the locker room. They come to see us. It's <laughs> us, you know. So <laughs> those are the games I love, and that's what I got from Coach Self and Coach Rob. You know, and our staff is just, you know, since Coach been coaching at Tulsa, you go back and look at his track record. He's always won the conference because he always won home his home games. And he, 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 he programs and we have a culture and we have a mindset that we're supposed to win at home. You know how it was when they came in the semi-hall. Huh? Yeah. Let's get them out of here and we go going to cams tonight. That's right. <laughs> so it was a, a given, and that's what I love about Coach. So we t- when we go on a roll, our mindset is like, okay, it's us against the world. These are the ones we want. If, if you tough and you're going to win, you got to win on the road. So to win on the road every Big 12 game last year, it's never been done in the history of the Big 12. That's what you knew because you could go anywhere, any site and play basketball because defense travel. I know it sounds cliche, but we had some dogs and they, they we didn't have to make jump shots to, to win.
1: Right. And I, and I think that's what makes Kansas basketball so, so uh, great, really, because of that mental toughness that you guys have that he instills in those players. Uh, that you know what we at home we supposed to win. So exactly. if you start thinking like that, you're gonna start competing every time uh, you step uh, on the court. You're gonna be like laughing at you know laughing and jo- joking a little bit because you know
0: this is a win. You know right? yeah, yeah. We've, been <laughs> we've been trained, we've been programmed, been trained, been prepped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a coach. it's a It's a way of life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm telling you, there. like like my de- like my dentist and uh, uh, bless bless him. He's so funny, he will tell you. So that's why I'm sharing. He said, Jerrins. I'm getting a divorce. I told her she could keep the house. She could have the boat. She could have the the, the vacation house. I just need those tickets. I need, <laughs> I, I, I need, I mean, so I like when, when, Like it's, it's personal. Like these people are diehard fans and I, I love our fans. That's what makes Kansas basketball great. It's, it's the people, it, you know, it's the people here that make it special.
1: And you know, what's so funny, man. Like, I, I, I don't I know, I know you probably thought about this or so think about it. Two Illinois coaches. Are in the same conference, right up the road from each other.
0: You know, I play. I played and worked for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy to me because I. And mean, it, it, Kansas and K State, fam. It's like Illinois, Indiana. They hate each other, right? It's personal. It's like this. No. It's personal. Like I can't even talk to Coach Weber, fam. It's like you just something to keep it moving. Because I mean, it's it, like you can't wear purple around here. It, it, I mean, I had, a, I, 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 I had a purple, had a nice purple polo. I wore the work, but they, they looking at me. They was about to jump me. That, that uh, I had to go change clothes. Yeah, they don't like us, and we don't like them. But that's how it's supposed to be. That's yeah, a real yeah. rival. You know what that's I mean? A good that's yeah. a real
1: rival. Yeah. Man, and I remember coming to visit there, man, and I'm like. It, it, it was, it's like that, you know, and I think yeah.
0: I came to it. You left camp. right away. Yeah. You flew in there private. You it, it got, it, it got, got up there because we were supposed to hang out, but yeah, I was so happy to see you. But, and I was, I'm like, man, Liv, I'm about to tell you, you're about to see what I'm talking about. Man, I'm about to feel it. It's a stretch vid- in the game.
1: I videoed it, man. I'm
0: like, <laughs> it's a stretch where our fans basically win the game for us. Yeah. It's a, we go, if we go to, a, it's a, it's a, it's a stretch in the second half where we go on an eight to 12 run and it, it's, it's no looking back. Now, don't get me wrong; we got some great coaches. I mean, but over time, we go through a stretch where our fans get turned up. Where that energy. We go up, we go up eight or ten, and it's too late. Uh, you just feel it. You be like, "Oh, here they come!" <laughs> so I, it's
1: I, a beautiful thing. Jared, I'm up here trying to enjoy my seat right at the game. Right.
0: I'm like, man, they keep standing up, man. <laughs>
1: standing up, cause I got a seat. I can't see the yeah, game. Yeah,
0: buddy. But, yeah.
1: but man, I I love that college atmosphere, man. In Kansas, definitely have that atmosphere that you know a young man, a young student athlete would love to go play, come and play at, man, because that atmosphere is off the charts, man. And I and I and I. I, I I love that culture there, man. I mean, I love everything about when I got there. You know, when I came and visit, I'm like the special, fans. Special the place. Everybody was outside waiting. You know, before the night before the game. You know, man,
0: that's that's no matter who we play. It could be a D two school or Kentucky. They, they they camping out. They wait. I mean, that's what's it's genuine and it's it's sincere. It's like no matter. It's all about Kansas basketball and our players. And yeah. You don't get that in a lot of places.
1: So, to all my listeners, if you're listening to us today, <laughs> you have to go visit. got to you know, go. You got to go. You have to go down there and visit and check it out, man, because it's off the charts. Those games get James off the charts there, man. But, James, man, we really appreciate you That's coming.
0: You I appreciate you having me. This meant a lot to me because you know how I feel about you. And I really appreciate everything you've done for me personally, for my foundation. And and like I said, um, you know, when that, when that book come out, it's called the history of Peoria basketball, the mecca of small town hoops. I got, wow. I gotta send you one. It, it have everything in there. When you supposed to drop it? Uh, on my brother's birthday in January. So I'll let you know. I, 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 um, hopefully, because uh, when I started, this it, 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 is what I love about my city and my people from Peoria. When I shot out there, my idea, so many people want to get involved, and I got so many ideas. So it's like I, I want to do it right and do it the yeah. right way. But it's, it's, it's something special, and it's something that. That I'm very proud of. And it's not about, it's not about me. It's about where like our generation, like everybody here about these stories and all about all these great players from Peoria, but you can't go nowhere and go look it up. You can't go see Sean Livingston's story. You can't go, is there's nowhere you can go see Sean Livingston, but the Jerry Hesters and the and and, and Howard Nathan's, you can go see what they did, you know, when they're in Peoria and what other people felt about them. Like a part of the book is where people from Peoria are going to share their stories on the manual Central game or when they first saw Sean Livingston, and that's going to be in the book. So it's going to be really the book that the city is going, going to put together. So um, I love my city. I'm proud of my town, and um, uh, we, we, we got some good things going on, and we got a legacy. And, and for me to be a part of it, to be a little bit a part of it and to help to continue that, uh, I, like me and Sean Livingston talk about it, it, it we, we, we feel like we're responsible for that. We he obligated had, to do that. You got a couple of OGs there too, man. Tony wise Singer. And, oh, and, uh, I, and and I just feel bad because T. Y. He started to he started he Mark Smith T. Y. But for us, our our generation, he started that that pipeline from Peoria to to, to Illinois. You know, right. you go know, T. Y. Mark Smith to you know uh, Jerry Hester, and you know, shout out to Jerry Hester. You know, he, he like a big brother to me. And uh, uh, then you talk about you know uh, with Serge and Sergio, Frank went there, and and then. When I left and D.J. Richardson, D.J. Richardson was my first recruit. He was our first <laughs> recruit when I got the job. And Big D.J. played with my dad, Snake, who they call Big Snake, and played and played for Coach McClain. So it was, we boxy, man. I'm like, man, ain't no way you go, man. Because D.J. really didn't want to go to Illinois at first. Wow. He, he wanted to be a little different. And, and it was one of the best things he did, you know, getting a degree there, you know, from Illinois. But uh, I, I appreciate you anytime. I, I'm telling you, I'm going to get Sharon. So, so yeah. I live, he live here in Lawrence, so I'm gonna get. I know how to get him over here. I'm gonna, tell him, I'm gonna put some yeah. wings on the grill in the game, or he'll be over. <laughs> but much love and blessings. Keep man. it going, Lib.
1: Man, we are gonna do that, man. And if you want to drop something, man, on these youngsters before we get up out of here, man, then we gonna ride out. So just drop something, oh. man. You know, man.
0: My, my thing now, Lib. You know, it's always um I, I'm I'm into this now, and this is if if I could share anything to to coaches or to young coaches and. Especially the young youngsters in high school, find your passion early. Do whatever you know. What, play basketball. Play your instrument. Uh, you know, try out for this and that. And then once you get it, go. Because I think we waste so many, so much time on doing all this and being good at this and being good at that. But go be great at something special that you know that you that you, that God gave you. And but and what I'm just saying. So, whenever you find it, go be special and great and put all put everything in it. My man, much that, love.
1: That's how we got to end it on that one, Jarvis. Uh, uh, brother, man, and uh, much love, man. And make sure you tell Coach Self, man, he can call. Oh, me no, I'm, uh, he,
0: no, he's gonna watch this. Yeah, that's love. <laughs> All
1: right. Love okay. you, bro. All, All right, right. Yeah. Peace. man, that was a good one, man. James Howard, uh, PRE's finest, um, worked his way up, did a lot of great things. Um, and I see much, much more success coming his way he's going to be definitely a head coach you know in this game whether it's on the collegiate level or the nba he's definitely going to be doing his thing i'm man i'm proud of him man. really the, that work he put in i saw it you know i saw it you know a lot of people don't want to put that work in I and mean, he definitely put that work in uh to get to where he's at now a lot of people wouldn't do that so thank you guys for tuning in i'd like to thanks uh, for tuning in and joining us. Um, it was a good show, um, and I thank you guys for watching. Please tune in again tomorrow. I think we're going to do a special edition. I'm, I'm going to try to get my man uh, Fred Flip Shepherd on, who's also played at King High School. Um, Want to get him on so he can talk and share his story. Thank you guys for tuning in. Aha Peace.